You're listening to the podcast deal with DT. Yeah. What's good, everyone? You're listening to another episode of the podcast deal with DT. Um, before we begin, we would like to wish our Muslim friends a Salamat Hari Raya Haji. Yep. Uh, today's a uh, public holiday. I hope that you are resting well and uh, staying safe, being safe with your family and friends. And yes, our current situation for COVID-19 case have gone past to 49,000. So once again, please, please take good care of yourself. Be responsible. And yeah, let's continue to fight the virus till the end, 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 end. <laughs> anyway, uh, remember in the previous episode with Nam Nam? Yep. Uh, we mentioned that we would love to have her big sister, aka her mentor, on this podcast. And yes, that's right. Today's the day for this episode. We managed to invite her. And uh, the first time, very first time I saw her dance was in 2006 in a competition at Esplanade. <laughs> She's putting her head down. <laughs> Do you remember that competition? <laughs> Oh my gosh! Stories from that competition. Yes. Hey everybody. <laughs> uh, it's called Overdrive. So if you do not know, go and go and check it out. Uh, yeah, I was one of the competitors at that time. Uh, it was my first time seeing the dance scene because I was totally, I didn't even know there was a dance scene at that time. So that was my first competition, first time meeting all these dancers, incredible dancers, and she's a versatile dancer. The way she moves is woo, <laughs> unbelievable. And of course, her speciality is dance hall. Um, besides dancing and teaching, many of you may or may not know um, that she produced dance events. And during events, you will see her like running around, <laughs> always uh, executing the entire event with her team. And yeah, she's a super cool and down to earth lady. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome Claro from Bashman People's Party. Yes. Hey everybody, thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And thank you, Lam. Shout out to Lam for calling me your big sister and not giving me like a um older than life um <laughs> status. And actually we talked about overdrive. Yeah. Did you join the solo? Yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. First first two guys were pure white. With Zaiha and Daniel. Yeah, in that, then, in that right? category. Yeah. And during those times, Zaiha did not do choreography yet. Yeah. He was a pure b-boy, b-boy yeah. and street dancer. He had a hard time. Imagine a Zaiha struggling during the last segment where Wade Robson had to teach a choreography and he couldn't remember the steps. He couldn't execute it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gosh, look at Zaha now. Different Seriously. Eh? Next level already. Next level. Shout out to Zaha. Yes, Zai. <laughs> yeah, Salamat Hari Raya to all my Muslim friends. <laughs> yeah. Um, before we continue, um, could you do a little introduction of yourself? Yes. Yep. Hey everybody, I'm Carol and and actually DT did an amazing introduction already. I really don't know how else to I, add on to that. You're just yeah. being humble. No, no, really. I was like, uh, okay, what else can I say? Yes, I so I am doing a lot of behind the scenes stuff yep. currently. So I used to be a lot more active on stage, in the front of stage, mm-hmm. before moving backstage, if mm-hmm. you would, yeah. And then actually during Overdrive, yes, those was, I think that was one of the, um, oh, yeah, I think cool. that was, a, yes. <laughs> that really was amazing work by Esplanade, la, mm, right? Yeah. yeah. So actually street dancers got to go into the Esplanade theater for the first, first time, time ever, yes. right? And then they flew down Wade Robson, so it was super amazing. And then I was in a crew with Jean and Hua. Yep. 
Yeah, super awesome dancers. So a backstory to that was during one of the round during mm-hmm. quarterfinals, I forgot all the steps. It's one of those oh, really? days. Yeah, my bla- my mind right. <laughs> mind blocked <laughs> it. Yeah, blank. You know, uh. and it was just the starting. It was just the starting routine. It was the Justin Timberlake song. Yes, I'm, my love. Yes, I know, I know. I, I also used that. <laughs> and I was like, eh, uh, everyone using Justin Timberlake, my love. Exactly. Uh. So I will forever remember the song because that's how traumatized I am. <laughs> so <laughs> ever since then, I can never hear that song without going through that same trauma. So in the and after that part, which, which DT just finished singing, I lost all the steps. <laughs> and that is just maybe the first eight seconds of the song. Oh my god. And then I just freestyle through the whole dance. Like yeah. It wasn't even a freestyle kind of piece. It's on video. <laughs> Search it on YouTube. It, I hope it's not, man. I hope it's not. There, hope there it's is not. though. I remember I saw it on YouTube. Oh! And our producer oh, Brian behind the camera is like showing Sorry. the video to Carol. Just tormented everyone with my high pitch scream. Yeah. So dun, 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 dun. that's the problem with the age now is that you will never be able to erase your mistakes. <laughs> your mistakes will but, never. But you, you know, you kind of smoke it through. So it's so it's all right. Totally. So maybe yeah. yeah so probably dancers of our era are pretty good at smoking yeah <laughs> I, I agree I, I also <laughs> I'm yeah, always with mistake on stage I never yeah. once I get a perfect <laughs> perfect uh, unless it's like a music video shoot then we are lucky because we can cut and paste yes. other yes. than that life oh, we just pretty hard that we don't make any mistakes yeah make mistakes smoke just, yeah smoke smoke just act confident only so yeah so that is the one memory I have of Overdrive, unfortunately. <laughs> Whenever anybody talk about that, it's of me. But y'all went to the finals. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God, no? We were lucky. <laughs> and remember, we were up against Kate and her crew. Mm. Yes. And also, I think Fantastic Four? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that was Memories. amazing. Uh, that was super amazing. I wish that Esplanade would... <coughs> I wish that Esplanade would... You know, no, they're doing amazing work, but you know, to advocate street dance yeah. on such a level, I think it's um, it's quite bold to be honest. It's mm. really going against the trend, then to be yes. honest, yeah. So now they have a different take, yeah, on, yeah. They now they have this like 16 dance challenge, yes, so they kind of uh, move to a different yeah. direction. Yeah, but I think it will be great to have back overdrive. Yes, that w- it will be. Yeah, it's awesome. the same as you know having back KO night. <laughs> <laughs> and this DT uh, would never let it down. For yeah, KO because night. me and Rahim we still have the seat, so we are waiting for a time to you know to, to use our seat again. <laughs> That's our plan. Is actually our plan actually is like okay, give the seat already. Then it's like okay, stop doing it. <laughs> oh damn! <laughs> yeah, but. It was a good memorable um experience for me. Why why? Okay. It's like our first battle and it's like the first it time It was your first battle. Yeah, first battle. Oh my goodness. It was the first time that me and Rahim ever won in any competition. Wow. That was the first time. And it was also the first time that we were being judged by an overseas guest. Oh. Yeah, that time we had Cutie and Bosch. Yes. Aki and Gongza. Yes. So like it's like you know you watch Cutie and Bosch on YouTube. That yeah. time the Red Bull uh, before everything get blows up. Red yeah. Bull, that performance we were like wow. So that was like the legit like our first time like competing, and that was like the first time that we finally found a chemistry between the two of us, mm. and we can just okay let's let's go for it. Mm. Then but the interesting story was in two thousand nine. 
So we used the seat, right? Go in 2009, <laughs> right? 2009, actually, Rahim didn't want to join. Oh, why? He just, he just felt like, like, nah, I just don't want to After much persuasion, yeah. he finally joined. And then when we won, we were shocked because we thought Ryu and Lester was the winner. Oh. So that's why I think you all remember our face when they say overall winner is us. So we were like, huh? Are you oh kidding me? Goodness. We won the Japan trip. Yeah. Wow. So, no wonder yeah. it's so memorable for you guys. Of course, man. And also, of course, in 2009, um, Yokoi was the judge also. Yes. And we all look up to him. Yeah. He's like a... He's like the god of dance uh, for yes, us during yes. that time. So, you know, like all these memories, of course, we were definitely asked. So when is Kyo Knight coming back? <laughs> Old school? <laughs> oh my goodness. Yes, dancers who, a lot of the freestyle dancers who joined Kyo Knight have always been asking. That was the birth. Yeah, that yeah, was the birth. So, uh, yeah, I would yeah, like yeah. to understand. So I, I didn't produce Kyo Knight because mm. I was overseas uh, during that season. Mm. But I'm curious, what was it about that that you couldn't find in any other events? It's just that homely touch. Mm. And that that whole idea is that I would like to compete with someone that I know who I'm going to compete with next. So it's like, you know, you all did the World Cup yes. thing. Yes. So it's kind of like, hey, we actually know, okay, if we lose, we still got a chance to get in. So that was what I did for Hip Hop Deal as well for my yeah. own event. But I did like a Premier League way. Okay. For yours, is more of the Champions League. Yeah. It's more of a World Cup series, knockout stage and all. So I like that idea that if I qualify, I want to see how much I grow within that period. Because mm. usually in competitions right now, it's just a one-day event, mm. and that's it. It's gone. You win, yeah. you win, you lose, you lose, that's it. Yeah. Then you go to the next competition, new judge and everything, same thing. You win, you win, you lose, that's it. Mm. But the competitor, sometimes you don't get to meet that person that you really wanted to compete against with. So I like that idea where it's like a World Cup um, qualifiers, then you go to a knockout stage, then you go to semi-finals, then you go to finals. And of course, dancers these days are a bit lazy. They want a one-day event. <laughs> Ours with you can tahan, you know? Wow, he just came right ah. out to like dancers these days. These huh? days, it's like lazy. Yo, Remember Suntech dance? Amazing. Where yes, we had I audition, do. then hits, then semi-final, yes. then finals. Now in showcase competition, just one and that's it. And speaking of that, right, S24 started out as one day also, right? Yes, it and was. And after that, you all kind of changed yeah. it to audition. And yeah, because... But for that, I think it's really more practicality. Because mm. it was a six-hour show, man. Really cannot. <laughs> How is it like producing like S24 with your whole team? Um, I realized that I have... I think you can tell a lot about your feelings about project mm. if you pay attention to the way you speak about it. So I was reading a book about producers from Pixar. Mm. So, you know, they have different producing styles. And this producer describe her style as, you know, it is like taking an, uh, taking a lift. You're going to this floor to talk to the engineers, this floor to talk to the animators and things like that. So mm-hmm. it made me very mindful of yep. what I I said about my project. And mm-hmm. I realized that I always use the word, Super 24 is a monster. Oh, <laughs> yes. Monster. Yes, it's a monster. So, yeah. So after I read the book, I begin to kind of reflect on why I think it is. So I feel that it is... Um, Every year we do it, the mm-hmm. scale is unimaginable. Yeah, it just get bigger and bigger each year. So even for us, you know, it is not something that we planned it to mm-hmm. be like this. So I would say that uh, Super 24 is really a combination of it was a it is a unique idea mm-hmm. that is very unique to Singapore. Definitely. Um, it is possible due to the super hard work of the team, really, really, really dedicated. I can imagine team. that. And I don't want to underestimate luck. Mm. Yeah. Why? Why do you say luck? The f- I think no one could have imagined, at least for me, 
the community coming out to support like mm. this. Yeah. So I really had a pivotal moment last year when we were at OCBC Arena before um, open category. Yep. So it was a monster because I was like, there was a VIP who was coming. One of the minister oh, yeah. was late. Oh yeah, so yeah. the minister I, I was coming to open the yeah. ceremony, was late. And then the show caller started the show. Mm. So I was like, why you start the show without telling me? <laughs> but it's okay. So the teams come out already. The teams come out, do their walk. And then, and then it's like, okay, okay, we need to hold the show. The minister is not here yet. We mm. need to hold it. So, okay, we last minute we had to bring the, um, the judge showcase forward. Mm. So it was like, oh my gosh, okay, judge showcase. The minister here, not here, yeah, here, here, not here, not here, yeah, not here, yeah. So I think that yeah that moment when i was when finally the minister came yeah <laughs> and it's like okay i think i can relax a while mm. and just nice at the moment it was um it was i think it was the um, national anthem okay. or it was the ending of national anthem and the crowd was roaring it's like yeah! and then at the moment i just thought like oh my gosh mm. how did it <laughs> how did this event come to be the way it is no and i just feel really blessed all of a sudden nice yeah wow yeah. Is it a so must for you to wait for the minister? Yes. Ah, yeah. okay. I'm just curious about yes. that. Yes. So it's uh, it's also a form of respect. And mm, because correct. the minister has a designated segment. Ah, definitely. Yeah. Yes. So the way I plan the show, every minute is accounted for. Mm. So he's if he's supposed to come during this segment and mm. he doesn't turn up, we need to push something up. Ah. Yeah. Oh, I can imagine your stress level just. Yeah. So I think I'm also blessed that I enjoy. I, I thrive in high stress environments. Mm. Yeah. So I like being highly stressed environment. I can take pressure. So when open category was very very special for me. Yeah. And that's when I had the, um, for me a personal revelation that because I've been looking at Super 24 from a spreadsheet for mm-hmm. months, for half a year. So uh-huh. I plan everything on Excel sheet. I plan the workflow. I plan the every minute, minute of the event. I've seen it in my head, right? So, but as a producer, I feel mm-hmm. that I'm only building a skeleton of an event. Ah, uh, Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'm only building the skeleton. I'm putting the bones together. I'm putting maybe even the muscles together. Mm-hmm. I'm making the joints stick. Mm-hmm. But if the community don't go, don't come in and give the heart, yep. the heartbeat, it will never come alive. That's yeah. right. So for me, I think Super 24 is, it. the community needs to come together. And maybe that's why it's so special because it is made possible by the community. Mm. Yeah. We can only plan the outline of an event and obsess about it like the skeleton of the event mm. but if the committee don't come don't give it the blood don't give it the heart don't give it the breath there mm. is no Super 24 for me yeah, yeah I think most events are the same as well Yeah, especially like if you ever go to a concert and to watch a festival yeah you can plan and get the biggest artists and everyone coming down but if there's no one going to the event yes. it's just considered a failure you can yeah. have the best lineup ever you have like the best dancers on earth. You get, you know, all the superstars here. But if there's no one attending your event or supporting yeah. your event, it's just it's just another normal event that yes. no one is going to care about in the near future. Yeah. So one thing good about S24 is that you also went regional. Mm, Do you yeah. ever expect that? And how uh, did it come about, that regional thing? I don't know. Eh. I think a lot of things about us is we have an idea. 
then we go off. Just, just try lah. Yeah, just try lor. Uh, yeah, just try. Make it work. Yes, and then if you like, it fail, never mind lor. Just mm. fail forward. Yeah. So I think the good thing about being in the car, the also environment is that it's a safe place to fail. Mm-hmm. So the way that Super Twenty Four came about, so Super Twenty Four is the brainchild of Kenny. Correct. So he thought of this whole entire idea and. When he first had the idea, he wrote it on a piece of tissue, tissue paper. Wow! He just like he just draw, 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 draw. draw. Okay, we do this. Ah, okay, yeah, let's go, go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, this so, time we need tissue also. <laughs> we need tissue. So, you know, it's one of those plot of the moments. You draw, draw, draw. But yeah, so the whole concept of that, the concept of the idea, it was really it's just like this, but inspiration, mm-hmm. and then we put the muscle and the work to it, and then it happened. But it's also born out of um. If you would say a burden for the dance community, because oh. we a lot of our work is we want to give dance instructors employment. Ah, uh, correct. So a lot of dance instructors, as a dancer, you if you want to make dance a full time career, one of the way is to be a CCA coach, CCA correct. instructor. Mm. So CCA instructor, you need to be able to train the students for something towards Correct. something so maybe you have a speech day performance you have your SYF back then you had your anti-drugs mm. you know so anti-drugs <laughs> yes yeah. anti-drugs okay. yeah shout out they take out the banner yes. the bigger your banner the right. higher the chance you win yeah. <laughs> so for us we we realize that these are things that um, are useful mm-hmm. for the dance coach as well as for the um, for the dance clubs yeah, but a lot of these competitions mm-hmm. with other than SYF, you need only a small team. Like your best eight will go and compete, your best 12. So we wanted to design something that is, you need to utilize as many of your club members as possible. Oh. So 24, immediately you have a community of dancers already. Yeah. Yeah, 24, you kind of have to use you your. Die, die, also need to have 24. Yes. Yeah. So it is that spirit of community that um, that's really at the heart of old school as well that contributed to the birth of Super 24. Yeah, so that instructors can have a job and then dancers can be part of a larger community. Yeah. Is there any one favorite performance that you have throughout the whole S24? Like mine was on the Amen to Voice. Oh my gosh! Because <laughs> I like comical stuff, so that one was like you know, <laughs> that's like one of my favorite because they are being them. It's just them being them, yeah. So for me, it's like you know, <laughs> wearing okay. the pity kit. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! Black that color is... shirt. <laughs> just yes, my gosh! Thanks for reminding me, man. <laughs> yeah, that visual. Yeah. <laughs> that visual is strong. <laughs> the admin shots. <laughs> oh my gosh! So what's yours? It yeah. Okay, I want to make a confession right now to say that I don't really watch the performance, the competition when oh, yeah, I'm because producing, you're, yeah, you're the producing thing. But after the whole thing, like when you watch back the clips. Yeah. Is I there don't. anyone? <laughs> oh, you don't watch the clips? Oh, okay. <laughs> you know what? I watch the clips, so I watch the clips to check for the that the scores are correct. <laughs> ah, okay. So it's, it's still yeah. under the work. Yes. So when I am in competition mode, uh. I'm looking, but I'm not seeing. Ah. Yeah. So I'll, I mean, I will remember the pivotal moments, like for example, for example, ah. I would remember um, TPD, the, the elders. Okay. Um, two o one eight champion mm-hmm. of open category. Mm-hmm. 
So they won, right? Yep. I will remember them because they took so long to get inside the stage. <laughs> they, had, they had a whole pre-show before the countdown. And I was looking at them and wondering, are they breaking any rules? Ah. I need to go and check my rule to see are they breaking any rules. So I will remember that. Mm. And I will remember the Malaysian team who uh-huh. threw the cap all their hats. Uh-huh. I mean, it was a creative risk. I really have to applaud them. Until okay. today, I will applaud them for it. Yeah. F- to make the artistic choice mm-hmm. to throw all 24 hats, probably 12, la, only the men wore it, right? <laughs> out of the line. And wow. I remember that because during stage run, yep. we saw that. Uh-huh. And I went to the team and said, do you know that this will have a penalty? Yeah, penalize. And then we had to show him. Mm. The rule book. Yeah, when I saw the hat, I immediately went to check the rules. What does it say? <laughs> <laughs> so that I, you know, we kind of know how to account for it and mm. prepare our hearts for it. <laughs> so <laughs> then I told the team leader, do yeah. you know that, okay, I respect artistic decision, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it is, that's an important message you want to send, but do you know that you are going to have unlimited marks deducted <laughs> or something? And what did he say? And he was, he said, okay, I'll go and talk to the team. So it was a mystery. It was a very suspense moment of would they throw, would they throw, would they throw, would they throw, <laughs> until that moment <laughs> during the competition. Yeah, uh-huh. and those are the things I remember. <laughs> those are yeah. memorable moments for you. Yes, memorable <laughs> moments. Yes, yeah. Unfortunately, or fortunately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish I could. I'm sorry, teams. I mean, I'm sure that you. Have put I a think lot you of understand. You understand for sure. Yeah, and totally deserving of whatever. But unfortunately, usually are uh, the very unorthodox or the rule breaker ones. Yeah. That, or the test our patience ones. Uh. They'll be like, "Wow, this team, ah, uh, yeah." <laughs> They're trying their luck, ah. Uh. <laughs> what? Uh, it takes so long. Okay, I love you, Marcus. I love you, uh, <laughs> TPD. But you know, when you guys took so long to get inside, we need. We wanted to invent a new rule for you guys. You know. I want to invent a new rule, you must get inside the square within how many seconds. So did you all change the rules after that? No, because no. after <laughs> that, he d- they, didn't, like, they didn't push the envelope. Ma. Ah. But after I say it here, maybe some teams will do it and then we will have to invent that rule. <laughs> <laughs> will there be a S24? This year? Yeah. Or online really version. Depends. Maybe you do a Zoom one so they can do formation in Zoom. <laughs> they pass down the pen or whatsoever. <laughs> we thought about that too. Ah. We were thinking that... Um, so we had a meeting to see whether if we could pivot Super 24 and a mm. lot of ideas came out and it was very very possible mm-hmm. to have an online event but would, whether would it be in the spirit of Super 24 we were not sure mm. because I think Super 24 has a very special place in people's hearts mm. you know so to be able to and it's special because of yes personal reasons but also reasons that are tied to teamwork, community, being together, that training together, mm. that... Camaraderie. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So we wanted it to still be meaningful. We don't know whether we are able to do so because now it's the five people rule, right? For yeah, COVID. correct. And then you'll change our S5. <laughs> <laughs> Super five. Super five. Then just like a normal competition. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. New competition, right? So yeah, speaking of, you know, uh, just now that book you were yes. talking about, yes. can you share with us a little bit more about that book? Yeah, so the book is uh, Creativity Inc. Mm-hmm. It's by one of the founders of Pixar. Yep. So um, 
I think the culture of old school is really inspired by the Pixar culture because I think we recognize that we are first and foremost a creative space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yes, we express that creativity through the medium and art form of dance. Mm. So a few concepts in the book that really resonated with us was the idea of a safe space. Mm-hmm. I think they call it. I can't remember what they call it. A think tank or a hate. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, they have a safe space that they come in mm-hmm. and they give constructive feedback about each other's ideas. So, so a constructive feedback is kind of like a critique. But a lot of us think that critiquing another person's work is criticizing it, mm. but it's not. There's a difference between critique and criticizing. And yep. this I learned from Jeremiah Choi. Shout out to uh, theater director Jeremiah Choi, <laughs> who <laughs> who gave an excellent workshop on critical thinking for dancers for mm-hmm. us recently. Yeah. So critique is different from criticizing. When you critique a piece of work, you can take away the emotions mm-hmm. of the piece. You must take away the your personal emotions as the person making the critique. And if it is your work, you must divorce your mm. emotions from your piece. I think a lot of times as creative people, as artists, yeah, I think generally creative people, the a creative idea comes from the depths of us. Yes. It could come from an emotional experience. It came from a trauma. It came from a dark place. So you reckon you th- feel that it's you. Your idea is you. But actually, if you want your idea to become bigger than yourself, you have to let your idea go. You mm. are not your idea. Yeah. So when someone critiques your idea of something, they are not critiquing your ego. They are not critiquing you. They are helping to make your idea bigger. Mm. Yeah. So I think this is something that. A lot of us as artists need to learn to put down our emotions, Correct. our ego. Mm-hmm. So to really be in the frame of mind that this is all for the good of the idea, this is all for the good of the work. Yeah. So I think it will really be the world will be a, a better place <laughs> if everyone can not not to. I'm. I don't mean to say be heartless about your work. You know. Yeah, 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 of course, yeah, yeah, you yeah. will be proud of your work, <laughs> and I'm not telling you to. Don't care about your feelings, lah. It's mm. business, not personal. You know what I mean. It's really about that you frame it in a way that it is for the good of the work. It's for the good of the idea, and don't get offended when people make a feedback about it. Mm-hmm. And the person making the feedback also, uh, maybe have to know how to frame your words properly. Yeah, yeah. Don't say things like I don't like it, lah. I just don't like it. Yeah, make it sound. Yeah. You know, um, much better. Exactly. More persuasive. Yes. Make it more sweet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I I do feel this is a gap that we may have mm. in the street dance scene mm-hmm. that we we may not have the vocabulary to give constructive feedback. Mm. I think this is something that the contemporary scene is way ahead of us because maybe yes. they have a lot of years of experience and theory and academia written yep. about it. But for us, we were not taught to dissect a piece without feelings. Mm. We were always like, I feel it, man. I yeah, I feel it. Yes, the m- first and foremost, you must feel a piece, but be able, being able to articulate why mm-hmm. and what part of the piece you feel, mm-hmm. I think is important, and it will, n- it will not offend the choreographer or the maker mm. or the creative person so much. I mean, when you are talking about a piece. I think the last thing you want is to offend the person. Correct. Yeah, be- yes. you just want to express your point of view mm. about it. So I think we probably, I feel we should 
expand our vocabulary of how we um, speak about work. Mm. Yeah. Well, speaking of, uh, you know, just now you mentioned about uh, an old school would yeah. like to give like opportunities to mm. like dancers to become like, you know, they will have a work yeah. in a way like yeah. CCA and so on and so forth. Mm. Actually, you are one of the few that turn passion into work. You have the oh, opportunity yeah, to, sure. you know, go through that front line, that front stage, that bright yeah. lights on you, and then now you're working yes. behind the scene. What's the process like for you to actually decided to turn, you know, I should just try out as producing behind the scenes? Yes. Oh, yeah. You you could say I'm a success story of old school. Yeah. I could be a... <laughs> <laughs> mascot, mascot. Yeah, mascot for old school. Since day one, I know you, you're already in old school. Oh, my God, now. Really for real? Yeah, sure. that time when I know you was at the NTUC income building. Yeah. yeah. Wait, that, oh my god. That was when in 2000 and... 2006. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Ish. I think I was around 2007 I came. Oh my goodness. That was during the Sunday. Yeah, yeah, we, era. Were, we yeah. were peeping in the studio and we were like, who's that guy who's got in jeans class, right? Uh. <laughs> wow, Leo, who's that guy, yeah? An yeah. unknown person coming into the class. <laughs> yeah, and then we were like staring through the glass doors like, oh my gosh, check him out. Oh my god, who's this, ah? Talent yeah, spotting was, since day one. I was lucky also because because of Kenny. Kenny gave me my first opportunity to um, be an assistant instructor oh at Esplanade. Gosh, yes. The dance dance fest. Yes. And that was the very first time that he gave me an opportunity also. Yeah. So shout out to Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kenny Low. <laughs> yeah, so what is it like for you? Like, you know, um, from front to now. I wouldn't say back, totally back, because you two at the front. Yeah. performing once in a while so yeah what is it so like so I think just like any other regular dancer mm-hmm. I started out from the CCA yeah mm-hmm. so I was in Temasek Poly yeah why yes. everyone in Temasek Poly here I tell you Temasek Poly if you're there train hard man you got future okay in the scene <laughs> <laughs> yeah something about TBD yeah so I was under Ryan mm-hmm. Ryan Tan so um, after Temasek Poly of course, you will go through the, oh my gosh, what should I do now? Mm. Should I go get a job? Should I take dance as a career? So I was one of those who went to get a job. Ah. <laughs> I did not go and did not follow the, follow your dreams, man. Just go. Nope. I went to get a job. Be a realistic person. Yes. So yeah. I tried uh, being a realistic person at, <laughs> shout out to Singapore Post for giving me my first wow. job. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Singapore Post, uh, taking care of all your letter needs. And mm-hmm. um, I, I truly don't know what else they do. <laughs> and it was <laughs> V-Post, you know? I can still give a shout for V-Post. If mm. you want to buy something from America uh, last time, you cannot you cannot buy it straight, you know? They don't deliver. Yeah, correct. So V-Post, uh, I'm not sponsored by them, okay? This is not V-Post, sponsored post. <laughs> this segment is not sponsored. <laughs> but if anybody from Singapore Post is listening, you yeah, know? please do sponsor yeah, us. Please do sponsor. <laughs> so V-Post takes still continue V-Post. Uh, V-Post takes <laughs> of your shipping needs from America to Singapore. End of sponsored post. <laughs> Ain't not non-sponsored post. So anyway, I was in V-Post. Mm. So awesome because I can surf the net, right? Because yeah. it's the internet. Uh, it's yeah, it's the, it's yeah. the telephone line yes, that time. Yes. Not even modem yet. Yeah. Oh shoot, no, I'm not that old. So I'm not modem. So anyway. I'm younger uh, than you, so it's okay. <laughs> Sure, just few years, okay? <laughs> okay, wait, suddenly back, suddenly about age, huh? yeah. ageism, <laughs> don't be ageism. Okay, uh, so back to, so I was working in Singapore Post mm-hmm. in marketing. So I had a nine to five, but at night I would chung class. Ah, okay. Yeah, 
I chong class back then. It was at Studio Wu. Yes, yeah. so I chong class every night. I was like their unlimited package member. Oh you know? yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I think maybe one of the few studios that had unlimited package. Yeah, but so very I, expensive. I, yes. <laughs> so I was like, thanks to my V Post job, mm-hmm. shout out Singapore Post, I can afford the unlimited package to chong and train. Mm. So I think I did this for about a year. Every day I make sure I went for class. I chong wow. two three class blah blah blah. And then I started my first teaching, um, my first class at Studio Wu, mm. actually. Yeah. So when you first start as a dancer, if you're an up-and-coming instructor, don't worry if your class is zero people or one yeah, person, okay? Correct. Been there, man. Same. Yeah. Done that. Zero, 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 one. Yes. Yes. <laughs> now you, you go in only, wow, 30 over. We're like, exactly. you've never been through our path, man. You come in with zero people to where yeah. we built to today, man. Then if one person come, you happy, your yeah. heart crying inside, you know, but yeah. you're like, yes. Then you give your, your all, all <laughs> to teach that one person. And even if zero people, zero person come, you uh. just, in your heart, you cry, you also put up a brave front. Mm. It's okay, it's okay. Correct. Yeah, it's okay. Mm. Yeah, so... If you're starting out, it's okay. This is going to make your heart stronger, okay? Yes. So, in my Definitely. studio world, it was the days of very little people. Mm-hmm. But I think uh, that was when I first started out. And then when old school started, Kenny asked me whether I would consider joining. Mm. Yeah. So, that was the turning point for me. It's whether I would want to go into dance full-time. So, I took some time to think about it. And I realized throughout my life... I've always followed dance. I kind of like float with dance. Mm-hmm. Wherever there is um, dance brought me here, I went. Dance brought me here, I went. Dance brought me here, I went. Yes. So for me, it's just like, okay lah, I'm just going to try. And that's when I, I started in old school mm. in 2006. Yeah. And now you are still in old school. Yes. Wow. And now I'm still in old school. Uh, my friends would... Yeah, I think this is a quite a rare thing apparently mm. because my friends who are working not in the dance scene yeah, who are correct. more in the corporate know, world yeah corporate world mm. will be like wow well, you dinosaur so long in one company yeah, they, yeah. Ha- they have a word for people like me one uh-huh. I don't know it's either like <laughs> warrior or don't know or very degrading <laughs> maybe <laughs> but they have a word for people like me who has not left the company who stay in the company who yeah if you know please uh, let DT know yeah. or let me reach Just out to me what PMS? is that word yeah. yes. <laughs> what is the word for a person who has not jumped company and stayed with one company for a long time <laughs> yeah one of my friends say that yeah one of my friends called me a dinosaur one say that I'm a some sort of warrior but mm. not in a very noble way uh. I would, <laughs> he didn't say in a very noble tone when he said the word warrior and one said that wow your inertia rate very high on uh. <laughs> So, I think he, I don't know, man. I mean, he tried to put a insult as a compliment, you know what I mean? It's a half, half here, yeah. half there. So, I was like, okay, yeah. So, I think in old school, I've taken on several roles. Mm. First, as an instructor, I taught open classes, I yep. taught courses, I've choreographed for recital, I've danced in, uh, as a, in our professional dance company, Arm 6.5. Mm-hmm. And then, I have choreographed yeah. Yes. For artists and yes. all. Yes. Yep. Oh yeah, I said already. Sorry. And then I have produced. Mm. So now, in as I transition, I'm going towards more the route of a producer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think in your dance career, just like f- I think for DT, we were just having this talk. I think you have to be adaptable. Yep. I think for us, we 
adapted mm-hmm. with the times. I like to think so. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I th- I'm yes. unfortunately I'm so happy for you if you are a dancer and listening and you are a person who is like I want to do this. Mm. I'm so goal oriented. I'm gonna chase this. I'm going to teach in LA or somewhere. <laughs> I'm gonna be a traveling teacher. I'm gonna make it by eight years and then you work towards it and then you're actually doing it. I'm so happy for you. But I'm not <laughs> a yeah. person that's like that. Yeah. Mm. So I really kind of did whatever opportunities mm-hmm. that came. Yeah. So I think for me, I was just being open to opportunities and to whatever that came up. And that included events. Mm. Yeah. So I think my first event that I produced was Dance Delight. Oh, yes. Dance Delight. Correct, yes. correct. SDD. Yes. Yeah. That was the first event I ever produced. I mean, I think if you were to know me back then, mm-hmm. you would never think that I would go into producing. Mm. Yeah. You but what makes you decided to go into producing? Is there um, a, a spark or something like that? That makes I you like. I also feel that it is a life cycle of a dancer. Mm. I think when you first start out, you want to compete. You want to be the best. Yes, you want, you want to teach. To be in, you yeah, want you want to be in overseas. select group. You know, it's like wow, I'm in select group. Then wow, I'm somebody. Somebody is my mentor. Yeah. Wow, I'm in this crew. Mm. Wow, I want to go overseas. Wow, I travel overseas already. I want to travel to teach. Mm. I want to choreograph for artists. I want to win a competition. So for me, I'm all done. Check, check, I'm check, blessed check, to check. be able to to have done it. I've danced for an artist. Mm. I was in a music video, blah blah blah. And I also believe that for myself, mm-hmm. when I assess my gifts and talents of who I am as a person, who I am as a dancer, I feel that if I want to have longevity in this career, mm-hmm. I would like to build a second skill set. Yes. Yeah. And for me, it was not choreography. Like Jean Lam is an amazing yep. choreographer, amazing creative director. Yeah. So for her, her gift is very apparent. Mm. It's like she will her skill set, besides being an educator, is a choreographer. Mm. But for me, I kind of discovered it as I went along. But for Jean, from day one, you know she's an amazing yes. choreographer. Correct. Right. Yep. For me personally, when I look at myself, I don't think any talent particularly stood out. Really? <laughs> yes. 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 So I think, don't be. Uh, for people, if you feel like you have no talent, suddenly mm-hmm. become like oh. an un- agony. Yeah, uh, it's like calling to <laughs> discuss your dance woes. We we'll have one segment <laughs> for you in the future. <laughs> if you feel you have no talent, what should you do? Just be open to take any opportunity that come. Buy water for dancers also do. <laughs> so costume also do. You know the very unpopular roles, which is to buy costume. Go do it. Mm, yeah, <laughs> and then sweep the floor after everything. <laughs> yeah, sweep the floor. You know. Yeah, this is a. Side podcast, yeah. anti agony. We'll create one dancer. just for you. <laughs> <laughs> what is your dancer worries? You know, so if you don't know what you're going to do, uh, the plug is if you don't know, you can't see yourself mm. having a particular space in the dance ecosystem. Mm-hmm. Just do whatever comes to you. Mm. Yeah, whatever is given to you, and if nothing is given to you, then be proactive about it. Create it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think that pro being proactive is very important. Correct. So even if you are not given a title to do so, I think you can always go to someone, hey, can I help you? Yes. Yeah, can I help you? Can I come 
you know, if maybe there's a teacher that you really look up to, you can ask the teacher, can I come before class or can I or stay after class, chat with the teacher, you know, I think these are the little proactive things that mm. dancers could do. But anyway, back to if you feel like as a dancer, there is more that you could do. So I personally, I felt that um, I was also interested in other aspects of dance mm -hmm. other than choreography and and directing, I suppose. Other mm -hmm. than choreography, definitely choreography. I could appreciate a good piece of choreography, but I'll never be able to choreograph like Jin. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <same. laughs> yeah. I mean, nobody will be able to choreograph yeah. like Jin. Uh, sorry. Jin is the next level. <laughs> yeah. Jin. Suddenly, yeah. Jin is there. <laughs> yes. So for me, I was searching and constantly searching and now I'm still searching. Mm. So I think for young dancers, even if you feel like you don't know what you want to do now, hey, guess what? 10 years later, you still don't know. Yeah. Guess what? 20 years later, you still don't know. True. Guess what? You're 80 years old already, you still won't know. <laughs> 80 years old? Wow, it's you really think very far. <laughs> it's not meant to be depressing, but it's more to change the mindset of I think life is a journey of discovery. Mm. And I think there are different opportunities and different things for different times. Mm -hmm. So I think that was what happened to me. So after I choreographed, I danced. I was dancing in a 615 dance company. And then um, I went to focus on producing. Yeah. Mm. So my first um, event as SDD was a disaster, man. Oh, really? Yeah. I why why do you say so? <laughs> I was too intense. <laughs> ah. I was like uh, but so But the intense. whole event was smooth, man. It was the one at Orchard Road. I don't know whether you yeah, remember. Yeah, we held because it Luke behind was the finalist. Yeah. Yes. It I was at yeah. Wisma, right? People were standing on the correct. seats. And I was standing at the, the, the stairs. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. the higher top. Yeah. So it was terrible because I was intense for no reason. Because I thought producing event, you must be intense. Oh. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I must be like, up top, right? Think, hey, where everybody are? Uh. But you don't need to. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, now yeah. I know I don't need to be hard. But back then, I was like, Wow, this is a very serious job, ma. I better be serious about it. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I think probably in old school, you kind of like pick up things. Um, you learn as you go along. Mm -hmm. So, you don't have anybody kind of like telling you what's the right and wrong way to do things. So, mm. you, fortunately, unfortunately, you learn through mistakes. That's good. Yeah. The more so, mistakes you make, you know, the more also, things you man, learn. Yeah. Not that the more mistakes but you don't make, the more purposely your make mistake lah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Some people just purposely make mistakes and say that I didn't make mistake. Or yeah, like but SD <laughs> was was quite a smooth event, man. For I remember in season for season one, I remember oh it was yeah, at Bisma. Then after that, y'all had the grand finals at the Ground Theater. Oh yeah. Yeah, because I remember because I had to do the FNN. Don't know, don't know what winning the five hundred dollars Adidas voucher. Yeah. yeah, and I was like. <laughs> I was performing and then this two singer asked me to like oh dance more and then I'm like dude your song I cannot dance really. <laughs> your song is already <laughs> you told uh, me that dude no no I, I, I just kept quiet I was like giving them the look like mm, imagine yeah. Diddy tell that dude your then, song then my friends they were like how to dance to this kind of music <laughs> I said I have no idea I just did what I can that was the best oh I can do gosh. it right then of course just to get the $500 voucher and that's it. <laughs> then I have to rush back to camp. I remember that. Oh my goodness. Then immediately I get the prize. Okay, bye guys. Zoom. Wow. Back to camp. Before 2359. <laughs> no choice. Huh? <laughs> One year, 10 months, Priorities. I have to serve the well nation. Done, Do you join any of the dance right? No, I only send look behind. Yeah. yeah. The first one I sent. Um, me and Rahim wanted to join as red line. But 
we were like, oh, I think we are not ready yet. Like we felt that we Come felt on. that no, we felt that we are not ready to a to a extent where you know costume I and see. all the stuff like okay, okay. choreography. Okay, it's just five, six, seven, eight. But we just we are thinking of like what kind of costume should we wear? Like we yes. don't want to go in as a just like a yeah. normal yeah. you know red line battling at yeah. KO night. Okay, we want to go okay. in with a different mindset that oh okay. these guys okay. also. You know, like they are taking it seriously yeah. in the choreography world. Okay, yeah. okay. So I was like, okay, since I'm not joining Rahim, I'm going to send Luke behind. And yeah, they got in. But the you know what? Finalist. Your mindset about costume will have worked so well in Japan. Oh, because really? when I attended JDD mm-hmm. um, after Volume 7, so I produced for quite a few of Dance in Light, but Correct. I didn't go until the last one. Mm. So I produced the first one, I think. I, I believe I produced the first one. Mm. But two and three, I didn't produce. I think. It was Jean who produced. Maybe mm. I did such a sucky job. Jean produced instead. And after I came back to do 4567. So I went for the last one. So the winners were compared to our costume level in Singapore. Who were the la, winners that time that you went over? The Singapore, Singapore team through. was Noise. Oh, Noise. But okay, the okay, winners okay. in Japan were a crumb mm. team, which I'm sorry, I don't remember. Sorry, Japanese dancers. Uh, nowadays, we won't remember winners. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> because there's too many winners, yes. right? nobody will remember. <laughs> yeah, but your philosophy about costume will have perfect in Japan. Mm. But Japan is a world of extremes. La. Sorry yeah, to Japanese. They uh, are listening. already there. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they're already they only there. think about costume. Yeah, I mean, for them, the technicality point of view, the way they create their whole piece from the yeah. start to the end. And I remember like in SDD1, we had to do like, like eight, nine minutes. I yes. think this episode we did share with Chin. Like we had to do like nine minutes. Then it's like routine after routine. Then what's next, what's next? Then we realized something. Like when we watched back in the JDD, right? They actually did some solo. Then the solo yeah. is like the same level as the routine. Then we're like, why we didn't think of that in Singapore? Why did right. we keep doing routine after yes. routine? Yes. It was so tired because we were. I was cracking my head so hard for a look behind. Yeah. So whatever routine we have, we just put together. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. Turns out, eh, actually okay, uh, but it looks very, very like every style so we have. Yes. It doesn't look as good as what we wanted it to be. Yes. But it's a learning process. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, for that, Japan is like, yeah. Japan is, an, is a god level. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they eat the same things as us, you know. So, no, I mean, the reason. sushi. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at least they eat rice. We also eat uh, rice. But how come we are not. Their rice tastes nicer. <laughs> 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 yes, yeah. I'm like, I mean, in the beginning, um, when KO night, you know, mm. we always reached out to Japanese dancers yes, because correct. they were more affordable. Yes, to bring yeah. in, but we also thought that okay, they are Asian. We also Asian. Why they the can size be better the than same? Us? Uh, food also maybe same. Yeah, why are they better than us? Mm. So we thought that this would be more. You know, maybe we can learn something from them. But no. But actually, if you think about it, I think right now in this uh, generation, I think for Japan and Singapore level, yeah. it's about the same already. I think we already you, you caught up. So? Yes, because when I went like overseas, when the Japanese dancers yeah. uh, compete, and I see like some Singaporeans, hey, actually we can match up with them. Mm. It's just that only our mindset, we oh, we are not as good because we are mm. from Singapore. And then yeah. as time goes by, our mindset kind of change. Mm. We're like, no, we actually can be better than them. Yes. Like we went to competition like, I join a competition overseas as well. I like, I can be better than them. I mm. have a advantage because I know how to listen to English. Ah, the song is in English. I know what is it in yes. English. They only can understand the feeling of the song. Yeah. But we have the advantage because we know English. Yes. So that yes. is where, you know, you can make full use of that ability for you. Okay, 
now this song says baseball. I just go do one baseball swing is enough to win. Yeah. Then you can see like they will do a lot of technicality, but because you understand the music, you just do a baseball swing and the the you know overseas people mm. like eh, actually there's this word baseball why we didn't even know about it. Yeah, so we have the advantage because of English. Yes. But other than that, I think as time goes by, we just need to be a bit more confident with ourselves. Mm. And when you go overseas, the same thing. When you learn from others, yeah. everyone is the same. Everyone, when you take a class in in yes. another country, everyone around you is the same. Just yeah, that yeah. because they are there for so long, yes. they have been with the instructor for so long, yeah. they just get better. That's it. But what do you think about the comment that I often hear that Singapore dancers are not hungry enough? Do no, you agree I or disagree. disagree? I disagree. I think Singapore dancers <laughs> are hungry. Maybe I'll say for my generation, mm. yes, I think we are hungry because we always source out. We always try to get the pioneers down to Singapore. Yeah. We try to get the legends, the creators down. We will go yeah. to another country to find these people and yeah. all. So for my generation, in a way, yes, I think we are very, very hungry for it because you don't get to see like, like we just won't wait for things to happen. Mm. We'll go and find these people. Like, like, you know, there are some dancers went all the way to New York just to find these people. Then some of us, okay, we don't have the money, but these legends or these like creators are going to maybe like mm. Korea or Japan. We'll fly to Korea or Japan just to mm. meet these people. I think same as Lam Lam as well. She mentioned in the yeah. previous episode where she wants to meet like the Jamaican dancers. Yes. Be- because they are in Taiwan, she'll go to Taiwan yes. and just nice she's there yeah. and they learn it from her because these are things that I think our generation, we are a little bit more hungry. I, mm. I don't know, maybe... You heard it? Is it the younger generation? Because <laughs> gener- younger generation, I don't know when. Like, I don't know. I hear it from, um, just within the arts community. Mm-hmm. Maybe when they compare us to dancers from the ASEAN countries, mm. probably like Indonesia, or Vietnam, or Philippines, because when we bring down overseas instructors for classes, mm-hmm. it is not as um there's not so much of an eagerness Mm, to learn mm, 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 mm. you know you can see it from the rate of sign up correct you can see it from the number of people who show up right so i i feel that but it's different already yeah remember the first time when you did ko night when you invite qt and bosch there's so many people sign up and everything it's because that was a very there was a rare moment that overseas guests come to singapore but now you look every month Every weekend, there is yes. an overseas guest coming down. Or yeah. sometimes they just decided to pop by to Singapore for yeah. holiday. They'll do a pop-up workshop. Yeah. So I think the hunger-wise is a mm. bit different because we already, okay, there are these people, they'll come down again. Yeah. We'll just wait for the next time. If I don't sign up for yes. this, I'll just wait for the next one. But in the past, we don't have that opportunity. It's yeah. either we go or we don't. Yes. So for that, maybe the hunger is... So do you feel there's an oversaturation? Because for example, so take for Super 24, mm. we... We asked the judges to conduct workshops for the participants yes. after um, after the um, whole event. Mm-hmm. So it is priced very nominally because yeah. we have a grant. Correct. So it's really not for profit making. But we allow the um, participants to attend it for free. Oh. So the wow. first year when I did it, mm. when when we when we thought like let's just give them for free. Mm. So the first year we didn't allow any public signups. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that. So uh, at that moment when the crowd was not showing up, I was like, oh no, I made a mistake. I thought that the crowd would love it. I thought the participants would be so hungry oh. to take class from... I, yeah, why not? If it's free, why not? So, 
when the class was at four, uh-huh. we were expecting a queue outside. There was no queue. Oh my god. Three forty-five, three fifty, three fifty-five, and then I was like, oh shoot, nobody is gonna turn up for this. And then these are our overseas instructors, mm. right? Da, da, da. I, yes, I think that it's also got to do with programming because it happened right after Civil 24. Oh yeah, everyone's tired. But I tired. thought that, okay, if it's free, maybe you will just, just, just go. Just yeah. yeah, it's free. So in the end, when the crowd did show up, thanks goodness, thank God. <laughs> so, but when we looked at demographics, most of them were ASEAN teams. Mm. So very little local, local dancers. So, yeah. So for the second year, we decided to have a nominal charge just for public to mm-hmm. come and take class so the public numbers were less very, than very 10. little right yeah. yeah yeah so everything was just participants so i think i can relate to the hungriness of it mm-hmm. but i also think maybe this generation uh, okay i don't want to say this generation <laughs> nowadays <laughs> we learn in different ways yes maybe? correct yeah so like we don't online. just learn via face to face we travel because mm. we can we can afford to travel now and we realized that going to their premise, just like you said, is a better learning experience mm, correct. than in Singapore. Yeah. That's anyway, we're going to come to the end of this podcast. Yes. Thank you so much for joining us. No worries. Wow, it's Love been it. a long time since I actually did talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> since, <laughs> since like Beyond when? Since high maybe bye. skip era. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Beyond, hello, what are you doing now? Bye. Okay, see you. Everyone's the same, man. Uh, do you have any last words you want to you know, say? Um, Like life advice? <laughs> yeah, sure, man. Go okay, ahead. if you have uh, any anti-agony... <laughs> Oh, we'll do one podcast just for you. You know what else I'm passionate about? Yeah. Feminism. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> okay. So, ladies, you know, I'm your big sister to reach out to, okay? If you have a boyfriend who is like not wanting you to dance because you need to hold another guy's hand wow. because your <laughs> costume is going to be, oh, you will show your cleavage or not. Wow. Wow, so tight, ah. Wow. Dumb him now. <laughs> wow, that's, that's <laughs> what sort of last words are these? I'm not connected. <laughs> that is like. <laughs> 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 oh, what last words are these, right? Okay, no, sure. but, no that could be <laughs> your last words. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, <laughs> but yes, I'm super passionate about that. Mm. Yeah, ladies. <laughs> mm. Yes, <laughs> ladies and girl power. Okay, but no, I think. Uh, in all seriousness, I think that as a dancer, nothing is ever wasted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no experience is ever wasted, even though it's a trauma, like me forgetting my entire choreography on the overdrive stage, <laughs> which is in the Such internet history. <laughs> yeah, to to producing. yeah to producing and then to seeing things. I think stay curious, stay mm-hmm. open, and st- yeah. Do you have anything you want to plug? Be good. Stay home, guys, and wear your mask. <laughs> COVID is real. <laughs> okay, before we end off this episode, we usually have this segment where um, there's a song recommendation. Okay. So, could oh you recommend gosh. us one song on your playlist? Wow. Yes. I'm going to recommend a song that traumatized uh-huh. uh, my life <laughs> that I will never forget ever forget and that is Justin Timberlake's <laughs> My Love. No, no, I'm never gonna take us for my love. 
So don't give away Yes, <laughs> and that bass, my goodness. Doom, doom, yes, <laughs> yes, there was a, a move to every beat of that bass, but I forgot it all. Yeah, Ouch. this goes to uh, my younger self, Carol. You are going to survive that, okay? So if you're a dancer <laughs> listening in now, you don't know whether you're going to survive anything. You're going to survive it just like I survived blanking out on stage. And you're going to come out stronger. Don't worry, all of us will experience this once in a while. Yes, <laughs> I hope so. I hope. No, I hope you never ever get to experience it because you'll be traumatized for years. Ouch. All right, thank you very much for joining us. And oh yeah, thank you for listening uh, to this episode uh, you can listen to the entire episode on spotify and anchor with the title the podcast deal with dt um, for more updates follow the real deal facebook and instagram at the real or you can follow me on my instagram at darren dt please take good care of yourself and i'll see you guys in the next episode Bye bye